You're about to hear from a man who can literally help you climb a mountain in your life, Ricky Baines, here in episode two of the Trust Your Hustle podcast. This is the Trust Your Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Trucks, former foster child turned NFL athlete, American Ninja Warrior, and serial entrepreneur. Each episode, I am honored to bring you an incredible human being who will share with you their life experiences and perspectives to help you go from surviving to thriving in your life when you learn how to trust your hustle. So buckle up and get ready for the ride. It's go time. After leaving a career in sales, Ricky started his own company in March 2015, which involved writing, branding, and marketing for businesses in London. The entrepreneurship route enabled him to explore other avenues at the same time, such as Peripreneurs, his nonprofit entrepreneurship community, and the XP Club. His latest venture, which helps ordinary people tick off their bucket list adventures, will at some point have you standing on top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Let's get in there and see what he has to say. Hey there, and welcome back to the Trust Your Hustle podcast, where we teach you to go from surviving to thriving with amazing people in the world. My name is Anthony Trucks, and I'm your host. And, and I love this because when, when I do this show, I get to learn from amazing people just as much as you learn. And so today, we have an incredible human being who uh, I've been able to be blessed to know over the last few years. I've, I've been a guest on his show called The, the Parapreneur Show. I've actually hosted on Periscope Live. Yeah. Uh, we have today Ricky Baines. Man, Ricky Baines, say hello to the people. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's a privilege to be here. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it coming. It's a privilege to have you on, honestly. I love the accent. I, if I could have a great <laughs> accent, God, one day. One day I'm going to do a fake one. My daughter, for some reason, my daughter can honestly do a really, like a pretty good British accent. I don't oh, she know. does it? It's super oh, weird. <laughs> she watched some that. show. It's all locked in. I, I would just sit back and laugh at her, so it works. Uh, I need to hear that. I need to hear that. I might, I might. She got up at school early. I might snag her from the, the room like they're here doing their homework right now, so I can bring yeah, her yeah. out. Um, yeah. but, but I want to go into, um, this whole concept of trust your hustle to me, it, it's, it's my, my life's work. And, and what I've yeah. realized it's part of my life, but today it's, it's your show. And I want you to pour yeah. into people and tell them as much as you can about your journey, what you've experienced. So first man, the basic question is what does it mean to you to trust your hustle? Listen, Anthony, so trust your hustle. The phrase itself, the first time I've heard it is from you, but mm. it, it has very, it has loads of other forms, right? People say yeah. it in different ways. It's, Believe in yourself, have faith in yourself, yeah. have, have faith in the process. I've heard that for the last 10, 15 years. To me, it's, it's when that cloud of doubt comes through. So whatever you're working on, whatever project you're working on, you're just going through school, college, university, you're starting off a business, you're in a career, everybody goes through doubt. Mm-hmm. In, in a sports team, right? You'll know this. So whatever you're going through, there's going to be periods of doubt. Nobody has ex- so much confidence uh, that they don't go through doubt. And if they True. do, it's probably arrogance and it will lead to their, their, mm-hmm. their, their downfall. Yeah. So to me, trusting your hustle is just putting faith in the process. So knowing, nice. th- knowing that things don't come to fruition overnight, yeah. Rome wasn't built in the day. I, I'm, I'm going to try and use as few cliches as possible. That was my, that <laughs> was my first one. <laughs> Let them ride. <laughs> so no, so that's what trust your hustle means to me. It's, it's having patience, faith in the process um, and just knowing that, you know, through hard work and determination, you'll get to wherever you want to go. Yeah. And the doubt, the doubt is just a myth. The doubt is just, is just something from our human prehistory. It's something that's there as a, as a safety mechanism. Yeah. Um, it's, it's natural to have doubt, but you should have 
the self-awareness and the faith in yourself to, to get through that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all about that in, internal stuff, you know, the self-awareness piece. Yeah, man, That's I love it. it. And I think for me, that's uh, you actually touched on a lot of like faith is one of the big pieces. And I don't mean religious faith, but just faith in self. Yeah, always, absolutely. Always, you know, said it's a big piece. That's pretty much what faith is, is that that trust. You know, it's it's believing in yourself. Yeah. And like you said, the prehistory, most people lack the trust because they feel mm. and they, they've pretty much latched onto that, which I'm sure you have in your life now. I mean, you've experienced some, some great things. All the time, all the yeah. time. And just, just to be clear, when I say faith, I don't mean the religious kind either. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the internal, the intrinsic yeah. belief in yourself and whatever you're doing. And 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 what you just touched on as well about still of of course still going through periods of doubt. There's times where sales aren't coming in, or business isn't closing, or mm-hmm. uh, a client isn't liking what I'm doing, and I'm having to do it over and over again. Yeah. And, and doubt creeps in. Am I really the man for this? Is that is this the right career choice? Should I be doing something completely left field? Should I go traveling? Should I put my phone away? Should I do all of these questions? Yeah. Sometimes you just need to quiet the mind come back and see what the plan was, adjust it if you need to. Um, but it's all, it all comes down to self-awareness and, and internally being good with yourself, you know? I agree, man. I love it. I love it. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's dig into this today, man, because one of the big things let's is you, it. you've achieved some great things, man. You're a, you're a go-getter. So just, that's why I wanted you on. I'm like, you're a guy that people need to, to listen to because you know, you're across the pond, so they call it, yeah. where I'm at. And, and you, you yeah. put in work, man. You, you get things done, and, and you have no problem asking for help and reaching out when you need it, and you do some, some great things. So for me, I know that that doesn't happen by accident. Now, there was probably a place in your life where you were, you were getting by, maybe just surviving is what we talked about. Is, yeah. is Where in your life were you when you were at that survival stage, whether it was just getting by or literally surviving, and, and what did it feel like? What was that experience for you? You know what? I'm I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna share something with you, uh, which I, I've never shared with on a, on a platform like this before or publicly before. I would say during school, um, so from the age of 13 to 14, when people generally start thinking about what they want to do later on in life, or they generally start coming coming up conjuring up some sort of plan, right? Some sort of dream. Mm-hmm. At that period, I felt a sort of emptiness. Um, I wouldn't be as brash enough to call it depression. I don't, I don't go that far, mm-hmm. but for, for a long period of time, for many years, it just felt like I didn't know where I was heading or what I was doing. A lot of questions, a lot of confusion. Um, and I think that did something to me that, that built in a sort of coldness um, mm-hmm. as bad, as bad as that sounds, a sort of not numbness, but a, a coldness to um, being emotionally phased by things and I, I, st- I still use that today. I think that's one of, or it could be one of the key ingredients of being an entrepreneur is, is, is sometimes ignoring emotions and just going straight ahead for whatever, whatever you think is right. Yeah. Um, so, so during that school period, 13, 14, 15, 16, um, I'm, I'm studying, obviously, I'm still thinking about what my life purpose is and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I think during that period, I really learned a lot about myself um, in terms of um, my ability just to knuckle down and drive forward, no matter how, how negative I was feeling, my capability to just keep moving forward. That was a big turning point. And then um, I always knew I wanted to do something different. So here's the thing, right? M- my ambitions have always been sky high. Um, I grew up on the MTV Cribs uh, era. You yeah. know, when I, when I was a kid, I was, I was seeing people who came from nothing to having everything. Yeah. You know, my favorite rap stars, hip hop stars, actors going from zero to having everything. You know, it, it, it was like a, a caricature of life. You know, it was an exaggeration, but I, I bought into it. I, I was from that era, you know, 
Um, and so from, from, from very young, I knew I was highly ambitious. Yeah. And I knew, I knew that in order to not be part of the conveyor belt that most people go down, not, not, in order to achieve my ambitions, I surely had to do something different to everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't achieve those MTV Cribs things. Yeah. Um, so surely I have to do what most people are not doing. So when people were going out, partying or whatever, obviously I still did that, but not as much. Yeah. I would, I would be sort of working on getting an internship somewhere, uh, networking, um, writing articles, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and my, my very first internship was when I was 16 um, for a music magazine. Um, and I can honestly say that changed my life because that was my first experience yeah. in a profes- professional environment, doing something creative, doing something out there, you know, interviewing musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was fun and it was work and it opened my mind. Um, so that whole period for me, uh, Anthony was, was, uh, the foundation blocks. And I, I go back to, but go back to my childhood when I see the things that I aspired to, it came from hip hop. Yeah. I thank, I thank hip hop a lot because, um, I think, I think uh, it's not an understatement to say or an overstatement to say that people who grew up without access to hip hop, I think they're at a disadvantage. Yeah, nowadays. I, I, I genuinely think that. I think there's an entrepreneurship to hip hop. There's, mm. there's a go-getter attitude to hip hop. There's a nothing yeah. to something to hip hop, which, you know, which fed into me as a kid. And mm-hmm. I still have that. Um, I, I, I no longer want, I mean, the mansion and the cars and things is no longer the pinnacle for me. It's other things, but mm-hmm. um, it's still the same success and prosperity that I'm, I'm driving for. So, yeah, I hope that I hope that answers your question. Oh, yeah, man. Above and beyond, it goes it goes depth. I think that's what I want is for people to hear the depth of you because that's deep. Yeah, there's things that you'll say, the, the, the implicit and explicit stuff, right? And so you have a lot of yeah. implicit stuff and there's what drives you and what kind of gets you there. And and I, yeah. can, I can hear from like years, years, like, you know, when you're a kid, like there was always that drive. So you were in that, that yeah. survival mode for you wasn't really surviving and like not eating kind of thing. It was like, I'm in this place I don't want to be and I don't want to be Absolutely. here. So how do Absolutely. I get out of here? So Absolutely. obviously you've climbed out of that. You've, you've built businesses, you work with other entrepreneurs, you've created like yeah. groups and programs, you've done some awesome things. So along that journey, myself, I've, I've had things I've had to sacrifice and didn't want to have. I've had issues with my relationship, my parenting, my health, you know, sure. there's things that we sacrificed that shouldn't have been along that journey. Did you ever sacrifice things that shouldn't have been sacrificed? Um, I think in, in places, relationships, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm getting better at that now. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I look back and I see, I, I see the way I've treated specific relationships, personal relationships, mm-hmm. um, almost, um, unprioritize them seeing them as see but i know now there's a balance to be had or there's choices that i can make so that mm-hmm. things don't get to that position yeah uh but yeah i think i, I can name some you know what let, let, let me be completely open and honest yeah friendship friendships uh i i was i was the biggest grim reaper for friendships i was mm. i was so i found it so easy just to cut people off yeah, that it became a habit. It became addictive. It became yeah. like I thought. Okay, this is a great thing to do because it means I can just concentrate on being on my, who I want to be. Yeah, and my my goals. I know now there's a balance, but if I look at university, again, this is an exclusive. <laughs> if I look at when I was at university, uh, when I graduated, so I, I after I graduated, uh, I lost touch. I lost touch with 
every single person that I, I considered friends wow. at university mm-hmm. and prior, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, it, it comes back for me, it comes back to that sort of coldness that I had yeah. combine that, combine that coldness and the, the lack of emotion and, and combine that with the high ambition, yeah. put those two together, ruthlessness, you get ruthlessness um, yeah. and you get a narrow a tunnel vision, tunnel yeah. vision. Yeah. Uh, but I know, I know now that there's a sort of a balance to be had. There's fulfillment and well-being and friendships, and 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 I'm I'm getting much better at that. But yeah, that's good, man. And I, I that's actually set me not alone in that. I think there's times when I've I've kind of been you know borderline there. I don't know if I, I would cut everybody off, but there's times I was like, you know, if you're not with me or on my ship, I can't be with you. And but yeah. I think at the same time, it helps you weed out over time people that belong in your life because I don't have time Absolutely. for everybody. And I realized Absolutely. some people were there. I guess in my realm, the you know, NFL stuff, people were there because I was in the NFL. They were there because mm. I was the guy and. And once I got to the point where I'm at, like, you know, not in the NFL, I'm running my regular gym business, you see people naturally kind of dissipate. And so, yeah. but yeah, I think people who are hustling, I, one thing I also realize is it's great to share your experiences with people that, that matter to you. Have you ever felt like whenever you win, if you're by yourself, it kind of sucks? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think victories, the spoils of victory are always the easiest to share. Mm-hmm. I think when, when you're losing or when you've lost, that's when it's difficult to share. I, particularly for me, I'm not mm-hmm. the kind of person who, who seeks sympathy. Um, I prefer my losses to be, to be my losses. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, no, no, no. I to- totally empathize with that. Now I understand the benefit of having good, good people around yeah. because you can share everything with them and it's very helpful. I love it, man. All right, so I want to get into the, uh, the sacrifice that, that a lot of people aren't willing to make. And, and sometimes they don't even know what it is. And what I mean by that is the sacrifice it takes to succeed. You know, there's going to be yeah. things that along this journey you've been on, that I've been on, a lot of people that have been on, if, that there's things they have to sacrifice to get where you want. They say you have to sacrifice who you are for who you'll become. Yeah. What have you noticed in your life uh, you had to sacrifice to get to the place you're at that other people weren't willing to or weren't mm. willing to for long enough? Uh, I think I'll, I'll keep this one brief. It's comfort. It's comfort. Mm-hmm. I, like um, I, I think um, particular, particularly as I still do events and things now, and I see people, younger people, sort of 16, 18, 21, mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're describing what, what they want to do and, and their current situations and what they're doing. A lot of them are unable to give up comfort. Um, I think that's something I found easy to do. I, I enjoy discomfort, as strange as that sounds. I, I enjoy disrupt. I enjoy disruption. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, people talk about um, things like economic meltdowns and and financial crises and 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 financial problems in the economy. I, you know, a part of me really looks forward to that. I, I love disruption. I, yeah. I love it when things go wrong. It, it means that something can grow out of that much yeah. better. You know, disruption breeds growth, in my opinion. So, co- co- yeah. So comfort, yeah, opportunity. You're right. So comfort is is the biggest thing i was able to sacrifice um and i think that's one of the things that most people probably find it difficult to sacrifice because it doesn't make sense as a human being why would you give up something that makes you happy Mm -hmm. or or makes you feel secure and safe it doesn't make sense but if you think about it from a growth standpoint it makes a lot of sense Uh, so i think it's comfort my friend i think that's what i'd go for yeah so i want to go into one it's a simple question but it may be hard to answer sometimes it is 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 how do you do that? Like, how do you continuously go against discomfort? Enjoy it. Like, it, it, were you always that way? Or is it something that just all of a sudden you're like, I like this. Like, what was that switch? How did that happen for you? Definitely not always that way. I was very timid, very shy. Um, and I think 
I had a complete 180 on that. Mm. Uh, I can't really put my finger on when that was, but I remember the, the period when it happened. I think it was probably when I left home to go to stay at university for three years. Mm-hmm. Somewhere during that period, I found my independence and I found some, I found who I really wanted to be. Um, and it became fun to, to, to be uncomfortable. I kind of enjoyed, I, I like, for, for me, life gets boring when it's too comfortable. I, I get itchy when it's comfortable mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing something. There's supposed to be something that's creating some sort of anxiety. Yeah. I'm the kind of person who thrives on stress. Yeah. I like, I like pressure and stress. I think that's why I went into sales. I think that's why I like sales. I like business development. I like having that pressure. I think, do you know what it is? Uh, I think it's a very binary thing for me. I'm able to switch between everything matters and I care about everything to nothing matters and I care about nothing. I'm able to make that. There's a very, that's a switch for me. I can do that. And because I can go from everything matters to nothing matters, um, it, it means I'm happy to go into uncomfortable positions because yeah. I can make that switch whenever I want. It, it's, it's up to me how I feel. I, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 look at, I look at life very standoffish, but also at the same time very deep in. I, it's a switch. It's a yeah. binary switch. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, I think what I'm hearing is uh, it's, it's what I call investment bias. I think it's not that I, everybody calls it that, but it's when you get to that point where you're so deep in something, you, you think like, oh, I've been doing this. I have to keep doing this. And yeah. When you can get to the point of being like, okay, to be free of this burden, free of whatever this thing free is. Free of the burden. That's right. That's like, what oh, it is. You know, I can try something new. And, and, and I think what I'm hearing is like, you don't just kind of nonchalantly do stuff. When you do what you dig, you go. But Absolutely. You're not to a point of like, you know, I'm going to lose money. I'm going to go broke. I'm going to go unhappy. Like you kind of, you can flip switches and go and, and be able to. T- so when you do that, you bring yourself to these problems and you have confidence in yourself and your abilities. Yeah. I think it's an emotional thing. as well. It's an emotional switch as well. I have the ability to not, to not be emotionally invested in something mm-hmm. and also be emotionally invested. It's up to me, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm happy to go all in on something mm-hmm. because I know if it goes bad, I won't have any emotional distress about it. It's up to me if I want, I, you know, I don't, I don't uh, think I was born with that. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I'm, yeah. that's even, that's more diff. That's actually deeper, man. Cause what you're pretty much saying is this doesn't, it doesn't define you. You are, it doesn't you, define me. Yeah. yeah. And you create something, which is awesome. And then at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean you aren't good. It means that yeah. wasn't, but you've got a lesson and now you can apply to the next journey you go on. Let me put that into, into context. So yeah. peripreneurs, uh, which you know of, which for those who most of you won't know what that is, it's a, we'll it's a, a community. Yeah, it's a community I founded a couple of years ago, uh, a community of entrepreneurs. We did shows on Periscope and we met up. Mm-hmm. It's something I loved. It's something I was so, so passionate about. Um, it's something I cared about. It's something I was working on more often than I was working on my actual business. I loved it that much. Mm-hmm. But there were people there who I would speak to, frankly, behind the scenes about that thing. I used to say, I used to, say to them, look, if, if if this whole thing crashes, I don't care. I'll just create something else. Mm-hmm. So I think I have that emotional, the ability to be emo- completely emotional about something. And then if I, if it goes wrong, I can be completely unemotional about it as well. Yeah. Uh, I feel quite privileged to be able to do that. It's, it's yeah. a dangerous thing as well, but in, in the right hands, inexperienced hands, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a useful thing to have. Yeah. But I think it's actually a great thing because in, in the way I look at it is, Whatever you have is like love, right? If you try to hold on to love with two hands and you squeeze, you mm. weird. 
tight. Nobody like everybody's like this person's clinging, right? That's literally what it yeah. is. Like, clinging. You want to leave, right? So when you're able to to have that kind of disassociation to it, it's yeah. almost organic. The effort. It's it's a flow mm-hmm. state. It's like I'm going to create this and I'm going to do what I love out of passion and do it right. But you yeah. know, it's okay if it fails. And so in doing so, it's kind of like love. You're, you're engaged, but you're not trying to control everything and freaking out. Absolutely. It's smoother and it does better. I think. Yeah, I think you just you said what I was trying to say in in half the time. <laughs> Sometimes it works like that. I, I I do a lot of talking. I find a bunch of weird words. My brain operates funny. But man, <laughs> I want to go into the 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 thing that I I like to hear because everybody yeah. some everybody has their fifteen minutes. They're gonna win at something if you try hard enough. You'll succeed at something. But how yeah. do you like get to the point where like you've done kind of what I've done? You're a serial entrepreneur. You bounce around different things like you're talking about. What yeah. do you think are your principles? Like what, what things do you do that allow you to sustain that stuff? Like success, the, the drive over a long period of time. I, I think um, one of the key parts of, of, of building something and sustaining it is uh, having the right people around you. I, I don't think I can stress that enough. Um, there's so many projects and little things I started bef- before, before I found my groove. Mm-hmm. which I, which I really was um, quite arrogant about. And I said, you know, this is my thing. and I'm going to drive, but really in, in the history of time, nobody's ever done anything by themselves. You know, sure. it, even Jesus had disciples, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so I think having the right people, uh, I'm still here. Don't worry. Keep going. I'm still here. Yeah. So having the right people around you um, is, is integral. Um, and it, and it's, it's up to you to decide who those people are and what positions they play um, and, and what functions they have around you. Right. So you might, so you might start a project by yourself. Fine. Mm-hmm. You'll have so much stuff to do. You're going to have to delegate at some point. So you're going to have to start p- picking people out and saying, okay, you can do this, you can do that. And yeah. there might be a trial and error process where you go through loads of people, but you'll find the right people. Um, and it's about how you treat those people as well. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a big believer in, 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 in making friends before making business. Um, mm, I like so that. Even, even in sales, even in pitching, you know, I, I, I went, I went for a pitch, uh, two weeks ago with, with somebody else from another company. We were going into something together and, uh, she was quite surprised about my approach to the pitch. So we we're meeting these, these two guys who we wanted to get business from. Mm-hmm. And, and for the first 10, 15 minutes, I was, I was just, uh, trying to build a friendship. I was asking what they, did, you know, about, you know, I did some research on them, you know, yeah. about their favorite sports team, their favorite wine. And I was making jokes for, for about 15 minutes, yeah. you know, of, of an important pitch. And, and then we got into business. I, I think, you know, people by people, that's my second cliche yeah. of today. <laughs> yeah, I heard it before. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm a big, big believer in building the right team around you or having the right people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and treating those people well, making friends before you, you make business is, mm-hmm. is important. Um, I think that ensures that whatever deal happens, it's mutually beneficial and, and mutually beneficial deals last the longest. Mm-hmm. So th- those are my two key things there, brother. I like it, man. Now, this is, uh, it's obviously stuff that it takes obviously a lot of years to experience it and kind of go through. But I think the key where I just said was experience, right? Cause experience comes from people doing stuff, failing, succeeding, whatever it might yeah. be. So for someone listening right now, it's like, man, this all sounds good. I have this big vision, big dream. I want to create something, or I just want to be a better person. I want to, whatever it might be when they get to that point of sticking and like, they're a little bit scared or they're a little standoffish. What would mm-hmm. you say to somebody? Or maybe what would you say to your, your young self before university? Yeah. Be that nugget that could hopefully push them past that hill. 
I say, what do you have to lose? Um, and, and why do you care about what other people think of you? Mm. I, I was having a, so I have a few mentors, a few coaches. I was having a discussion with one of them just a week ago. Uh, and we kind of came to the conclusion that most people's problems or most people's anxieties come from the fact that they care too much about what other people think about them. Mm-hmm. So what, what is somebody going to say if this doesn't go well? What is my mom or dad going to say if uh, I lose a lot of money in this or this doesn't go to plan? And you can't hold on to that. It's if whoever's listening to this, if, if, if you're in that position, um, you've got to find some independence of thought and you've got to stop caring about what people think of you today. Mm-hmm. Maybe care about what people think of you in a thousand years time. How about that? How about your legacy? How about, because history does a funny thing. History sieves out. It removes all of the unnecessary stuff and all that's left in, in a thousand years time or a hundred years time will be what you actually did and what you actually tried and the real human stuff gets left behind. So maybe think less about what people think of you today. Think more about your legacy and what people will think of you in hundreds of years of time years mm-hmm. from now about the, the actions that you're taking now. How yeah. does that change? How does that change your thought process on the day to day? I think you'll start doing stuff. I think you'll start thinking, well, I've got a real times against me. I've got stuff to achieve. I don't care about what people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I lose, it's my loss. You know, if I win, it's my win and I'll share it, but don't, don't spend too much time wondering and thinking and pondering and you'll think yourself to death. You know? Yeah, I agree, you know? man. Most people spend too much time in decision-making mode. It's like, what should oh, I do? Bro. Should I do this? And three months, six months, three years, six years go by. And they're like, gosh, I should have just taken that step or created that thing. And so pretty much. Or they I'm- ask too many people or they ask so mm. many people about whether they should go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it becomes, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Becomes, uh, I know yeah. that's like my best friend in the world, man. He is a, he's a, you know, blue collar guy. And I love the dude. Yeah. Against that. But if I run my ideas past him, like nothing mm. that, that I ever would have done would have come yeah. based on him. Like, no, why do that? And it's just, it's okay. It's, it's based upon each person's values and what their ambitions yeah. are. And I find it's really hard if you're a, a ambitious, driven, like thoughtful, you know, open-minded yeah. person. Yeah. Sometimes there's people you can't talk to. And it could be your own wife, husband, kids, brothers, cousins, could be your friends, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't live inside of their zone though. You got to choose Absolutely. your own path. If you have huge ambitions like the people watching this will have, there are some people in your life that you just can't share those with because they won't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'll, almost, it'll almost feel embarrassing to share your dreams or visions with them. Uh, go ahead and do it, but don't care about what they think because they're only going to put, put you down. And, mm-hmm. So don't take any notice of that. I agree. Just your, yeah, just think about what think about what they will write about you in a hundred years' time. That's it. I agree. I agree, man. There's a lot of people. One of the uh, the station course pieces that I have is one called "Developing Your Dream Team." One of the big pieces is uh, you kind of have to get to the point where you you're very selective on who you take feedback from. If it's right. not your person, you know, it's just and it's not a bad thing. It's just you have to choose who mm. you decide to give energy to because there may be people that that you love to death, but they're not the mm. right person to talk to about something specific, and so. If you were to put yeah. them on their core, you know, it's more so a limitation of their open-mindedness. As a matter of fact, uh, T.D. Jakes, he had this really cool um, statement he said in a video, and I don't know what the video is called. If you guys can find it, look it up, let me know. I'd love to post it in here also. Um, but mm. he talks about the, uh, an, a turtle and a giraffe. He says you can have a turtle standing in the exact same geographic location as a giraffe. But he yeah. says the turtle is going to report what they see from their viewpoint. 
they're mm. down there, they see the grass and everything. Whereas a giraffe says, I can see all of this out here. And the turtle says, no, it's not there. And then they, it's a back yeah. and forth. But he says, what happens is sometimes us giraffes, we try to bring our head down to see from the turtle's perspective. And when you do that physically, a real giraffe, because of yeah. what its heart's at and its neck is, it'll black out. <laughs> like if it puts its head down that low. I love that. So he says, that. don't feel bad about the turtle. Just keep your head up high and keep looking at what you see. I was like, yeah. That's a powerful statement there. I, I, I think we, we I think we hear a lot about um, there's a lot of talk now in the last ten years about being open minded. Yeah. I think too much open mindedness um, can lead to empty mindedness. I think you've got to be careful about that. Mm, you know? Yeah. Considering considering too many opinions and too much of this and You've got to be tunnel vision sometimes. At least yeah. in my experience, you have to be. I think yeah. too much open, too much open-mindedness will, and too much asking people will leave you neutral, and neutral doesn't get you anywhere. You know? No, it's just like being stuck. It's funny. I had a uh, interview earlier with a guy, and that was the same conversation. He says, after he says, you know, take a bunch of insight in, but after a while, you got to you're gonna figure out what you like, what you don't like, and at that. Absolutely. Point, segment down and follow people to like to the teeth like listen to it if you have one or two people you follow and they mentor you stay with them if you get mm. too much yeah you get stagnant you get stuck in one place and you start sitting there's too much competing information you never know what's right yeah. nothing i like that man that's like it's a consistent thought there i like that and it's got to be your choice as well because if it's somebody else's if you're just taking somebody else's decision you're going to blame them when it goes wrong Mm-hmm. you know it's uh, got to be your it's got to be all on you otherwise you're just going to be saying oh well he told me to do that mm-hmm. that's that's no good you know it's got to be all on you the, the the buck stops at you yeah i like that man cool well i want to uh let everybody get a chance to reach out to you contact you i know you said sure. get something they could uh, they could get from you so anybody listening what what is it that you could share with them or give to them and how can they reach you there's a few things um so so my skill set is is pretty simple it's sales and writing so sales is my 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 professional experience and yeah naturally naturally i think i have a knack for it mm-hmm. writing i've been writing since i was 16 um and professionally i've been writing since 2015 mm-hmm. for business for businesses all around the world um i'm working on a book now so if anybody wants any writing or sales or any of anything that's in between those things mm-hmm. any advice or consultancy or you know, just to have a have a conversation with me about it, or whatever they can they can reach me. Um, you can find me anywhere on, on most social media platforms. At Ricky Baines once that's R I K Y B A I N S one. So there's no C R I K Y B A I N S one. Nice. Um, or I don't know if you're going to be leaving details anywhere. Andrew, I will. I'll put all these notes, links, and actual sh- posts. Sure, notes. sure, sure. So to just follow those. Um, and I'm happy to help anybody. So yeah that's that's how they can find me that's how they nice can find man me. i appreciate it and if you have a, a sign off message what would you if you were to to say is this one because obviously you've said a lot of different things here what mm. do you think would be the the one thing you really want to hammer in that people can leave this with here's here's what i what i would say i would say just take the courage to think for yourself um take the take the courage to just be more independent i think you'll find a lot more beauty a lot more wisdom will come your way if you do that, you'll experience life in a much more fulfilling manner. If you just try and separate yourself from what other people think, not too much, because it's always good to consider, mm-hmm. but don't care too much about what people might judge you on. Okay. Just yeah. judge us, judge yourself, play your own game, take opinions when you need to, but overall just, just think independently, just think for yourself. 
No, I like it. Now, you said in that nice, smooth British accent. It's like, <laughs> like butter, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, everybody watching and, and actually listening, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you have a lot of things you do with your day and time-wise could be doing absolutely anything, but you stuck here. You stayed tuned. I really, really hope that you got something that could be beneficial from it. Uh, and if you didn't, rewind because there's great stuff in there. So you got to do it different ears. And, and honestly, I want to say it, it's more so for me, great that I can bring great people to you. So if you know of something else you want to have on, feel free to reach out. Ricky's actually sent me some guys that are going to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We've got a couple of good ones. Could I, could I add one more thing just about Kilimanjaro? Just oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another project that I've started up is called the XP club. Um, mm. the idea of that is basically we take professional people, uh, from around the world, whatever you do, wherever you're from, however old you are, whatever background you have. And we put you in extreme environments, um, bucket list locations, but extreme uh, environments. Mm -hmm. So the, fir the first one we're doing is in Mount Kilimanjaro, which is the second highest mountain in the world in East Africa. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing that in February. We're a group of 15 at the moment. Um, if anybody's interested in that kind of thing, they can hit me up on, on those details uh, that, that Anthony's mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, if anybody is interested in just learning about what I'm doing with that, um, it's all for charity, by the way. We've got a charity partner and we're planning on doing this regularly, twice mm -hmm. a year, um, taking people out of the office environment and into, uh, the na into nature, into nice. to world wonders, you know, to, 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 to natural environments. And, I think you guys might learn something that way about yourselves and about the world as well. So anybody's interested in that, contact me. Nice. And you might see me out there. I'm not going to do Kilimanjaro in February, but I'll be the next one. I will. Next one. Get out there. I will. I'm just timing of wife and wife. Um, but man, thank you again, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, you got to trust your hustle to go from surviving to thriving. Thank you again. And we will see you next time. That was my man, Ricky Bays. I, I love the accent personally. I can't, I gotta figure out how to do it myself. But you know, outside of that, the guy is a depth of knowledge. He cares so much about people and he really has some insights that can change your life if you apply them. I mean, some of the things that I pulled from that simple interview are gonna be able to help me shift the way that I serve people in the world every single day. Cause I believe that for us, a lot of the things we don't focus on are the things that can be the greatest change for us. Like, you know, ideas of how you create a connection with people and create friendships and what you have to do to be able to take it to the next level in your life. So if you need to, go back and re-listen because there's some great nuggets in there. But anyways, outside of that, I am so thankful you tuned in. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Abraham Lincoln once said, things may come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. It's time to come alive and become who you were put on this planet to be. Your life is not an accident. You were created for something incredible, but the only one who can create that person is you. So I challenge you to dig deep and show the world what you know you're capable of so you don't rob the world of the gift of you. There are two types of people in this world, those who work and those who watch them work. Make sure you bow for your audience. This is Anthony Truck signing off and reminding you to trust your hustle.